This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited about today's guest. As I was reading his information, part of it is I thought, I know nothing about most of what he's going to talk about, which is so cool. You know, people always ask me, what do I get out of doing this program? I get to talk to very cool people and I learn something every single time. And I have a feeling I'm really going to learn today from Jameson Choi. So welcome, Jameson. How are you doing? Hi, Deb. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to some of y'all tuning in. And just thank you again, appreciative, just opening up the floor and where I could just share uh, my story uh, with y'all. Thank you so much. Great. I love it. And it is such an interesting story. So let me tell people just a little bit about you, and then we will jump into this because we need every minute we can get today. So Jamison Choi is a fellow mover and shaker who has been grooving in the startup ecosystem for over a decade. He's now in the nonprofit sector, researching and developing emerging fundraising models for charities using blockchain technology and non-fungible tokens. So again, Jamison, welcome. Thank you, Deb. Well, Thank you so I, much. You know, we're, we really are going to have so much fun. And I know I'm going to learn a lot today, right? Because this is just, this is, is so fascinating to me. So what I always love to ask my guests is to tell us about how they got to where they are today. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. So during my, my journey is at the past, uh, it was a decade, I gonna start from kind of like now then i'm gonna kind of go back kind of mm-hmm. like the movie memento mm-hmm. <laughs> so right now the current projects i'm working on i'm heavily into the, the blockchain and mm-hmm. untouchable tokens finding mm-hmm. different alternative ways on how to bring in a new fundraising model right. for the charity mm-hmm. on sector mm-hmm. so and how i got here is before i used to be uh with in the early stage startup and in mm-hmm. high growth typically in the series a series b and Dabbling into a series C mm-hmm. and worked with clients is a product and as a mm-hmm. user experience developer. Mm-hmm. Worked with, collaborated with in our firm from mm-hmm. TripAdvisor, Boston Dynamics, mm-hmm. from Harvard, MIT. Mm-hmm. And since then, when I, and I, 2016, that's when I've gotten heavily into within to the blockchain mm-hmm. and the crypto kind of like uh, ecosystem. Okay. So since then, um, one of the biggest things that I've got to learn a lot is knowledge is power. Right. It, it really is. It mm-hmm. really is a lot of information. Mm-hmm. And during my journey, when I've consulted and collaborated with fellow other movers and shakers, mm-hmm. is that open source is so grand. Right. Because we can accomplish so much more mm-hmm. when we just come together, mm-hmm. focus on the mission, right. and see what mm-hmm. we can bring 
together, mm-hmm. like a village mindset. Right, right. So it's not, this is mine. I can't share. Exactly. Right. And for me, I came here in the U.S. as an immigrant mm-hmm. born in, in South Korea, mm-hmm. lived in New Jersey, New York, mm-hmm. Georgia, grew up in Detroit, mm-hmm. definitely in some parts of Detroit mm-hmm. that I wouldn't want folks to live in. But yeah. It helped me mm-hmm. mold me to who I am today. Mm-hmm. And from there, right now, I am residing over in Atlanta as mm-hmm. home base. But I have my home bases over in Denver and mm-hmm. Miami and wherever my projects take me. Mm-hmm. So whichever are of the projects that mm-hmm. Carrie isn't, just let me know. I could love to dive into it. But I love it. I just user enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I love building products mm-hmm. and I love collaborating. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, you know, I mentioned at the start that what you do, I know nothing about. So let's get real basic. And I hate to do this, but think of me as maybe a potential investor um, (laughs) who really doesn't know anything other than what we see in the news, things like that. So let's start with what is blockchain? Sure. Yes. So the blockchain is, you know, we'll give the tech term and I'll give two definitions Mm -hmm. and I'll give the other definitions where I typically share with my students. Okay. So the blockchain is a distributed public ledger where information is stored in a form of blocks. Okay. And, and how that is secure is by utilizing cryptography. Okay. So think of it more of like a pretty much of a train Mm -hmm. of storage. Okay. Okay. And every block, which Mm -hmm. is a part has okay. information. Okay. And every information that comes subsequent afterwards, mm-hmm. there is that link that holds them okay. together. Okay. Right. So the one that comes after holds information for mm-hmm. all of the carts beforehand. Right. Because it is all tied together. Okay. It's all tied together and secure mm-hmm. through it. And what's beautiful about this, that why it's public in the applications mm-hmm. of it is that we can actually see where not only where the mm-hmm. information is being stored, mm-hmm. the application can be an immense within to like the financial institutions right. and that. So the blockchain tech right now where we have like non-fungible tokens mm-hmm. that are in within mm-hmm. blockchain, just think of that within the cart of your story, your information okay. in that cart. Okay. But you have your special receipt that mm-hmm. is specifically for you. And it can't be replicated. It can't be substituted. Okay. It is specifically tied to you. Very so you cool. have your information mm-hmm. within to that cart. Okay. So that cart, the block, and that block is mm-hmm. within the chain. And they're mm-hmm. all linked within utilizing cryptography. I love it. You know, and, and so if I'm understanding this right, because of how it is composed, it can grow exponentially. Because we can just keep adding all of these blocks, um, you know, and and I mean, on, the only limitation is basically the the limit on technology, you know. But as all of that grows, we can just keep adding more blocks to all of this. One of the most beautiful things is that there is the concept of where on how do these blocks continue to grow and scale. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've probably have heard the term of mining, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. people are mining it through. Mm-hmm. Don't think of it really like they're actually like mining for things, uh-huh. but think of it more of like a puzzle mm-hmm. that there's due to cryptography mm-hmm. that there are other miners, mm-hmm. which are individuals who hold different nodes to put okay. that chains, the cryptography okay. of the okay. information all together. Mm-hmm. So it's this beautiful ecosystem mm-hmm. where it's not just a centralized organization that's mm-hmm. putting all this together, mm-hmm. but it is just a wide net right. of anyone who mm-hmm. has accessibility mm-hmm. of this information mm-hmm. that they can put this, all right. of this like mm-hmm. blockchain, you know, information together. Mm-hmm. So it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. on how kind of like, you know, we share that it's mm-hmm. really a kind of village mindset, but right. it gives the accessibility where everybody can be a part of mm-hmm. this grand, beautiful technology right. that is changing the landscape mm-hmm. right now, not only in financial institutions, mm-hmm. but also you hear in the art world, mm-hmm. healthcare, right. and so forth. Right. Well, and to me, it seems like it's an ecosystem where everything 100%. is tied together but it grows, you know, and, 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 and so, you know, each, each thing can be separate, but it is still all tied together. It's, it's beautiful. And one of the biggest things on why you see on certain organizations that do go into within to 
this industry, this mm-hmm. ecosystem is the definition of success is how is their community? Right. And the community is just the core essence, mm-hmm. the beating heart mm-hmm. of within this right. space. Mm-hmm. And without the community, mm-hmm. then you really got to think about, mm-hmm. well, who are the individuals mm-hmm. that we are servicing or mm-hmm. collaborating or, you know, who's this for? Mm-hmm. So it's just really, really grand that mm-hmm. like the technology has been in discussion since the 19, like 70s and 80s, right. mm-hmm. you know, different parts of the segments of mm-hmm. like the cryptography has been used. I used for... to FTP files. I'm that old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, but we now done this in like, Hey, we can actually link this block of information of records mm-hmm. for anything that fits within to mm-hmm. these carts Right. And we can make it public and mm-hmm. we can make it not only accessible publicly, mm-hmm. we can have also the public to come build it with us. Right. Right. So it's just so beautiful mm-hmm. that like and how much we have this has grown mm-hmm. since the introduction of it after, you know, the housing market has mm-hmm. collapsed and you know, just mm-hmm. and the first application of it was someone bought it with pizza. You know, oh. some exchange Bitcoin for pizza. Yeah, uh-huh. that was like the first main documented mm-hmm. um, application of it. Mm-hmm. And just since then, from the application of pizza, now we're just seeing just this ecosystem of its mm-hmm. own just continually to flourish. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just really awesome just to not only be in like in witness, but mm-hmm. also get to collaborate with fellow other just right. so brilliant mm-hmm. individuals and we're just going to see on where it's heading to right, right now. And right now, focusing on within to a nonprofit uh, sector because mm-hmm. that ecosystem mm-hmm. just needs a lot of, lot of love and a mm-hmm. lot of support. Right, right. Now, the other thing you mentioned were NFTs or non-fungible yeah. tokens. So again, explain that to me. I'm your student, Jameson. Tell me <laughs> what an NFT is. Yeah, so non-fungible tokens, uh, like you know, explanation of the blockchain mm-hmm. uh, within to the, the blockchain and the records mm-hmm. is like, think of it like a public receipt, okay. a public receipt of a particular transaction mm-hmm. of where that transaction holds of a certain type of utility. Okay. So when you have that part where you mm-hmm. have storing the records of information within that record of the information, mm-hmm. you can put into your information, particularly mm-hmm. that is defined to yours okay. and it gives you the ownership because you have the receipt okay and we see applications of where we see a lot with mm-hmm. these pictures of these apes and that but mm-hmm. there's so much more like mm-hmm. it's the real estate moguls have really dived into mm-hmm. the space because think of the brokerage system right right if i send you onto funds Mm -hmm. Then when you check onto the funds along with Mm -hmm. the background, Mm -hmm. it's think of it more of a smart contract, like an escrow. Okay. Instead of having a middle man, Mm -hmm. the non-fungible token Mm -hmm. has a function of a smart contract that will be facilitate this, this business relationship. What we usually will have a Mm -hmm. middleman for. Mm -hmm. So it's just very, very powerful Mm -hmm. where that is about working smarter rather than harder. Mm -hmm. And that, we don't necessarily need to have the middleman right. in this. So right. NFTs is more, again, I have mm-hmm. to say, more than just the JPEGs, mm-hmm. because that's what they try to push out in the mm-hmm. media. But there's really beautiful applications mm-hmm. that are in this space. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the biggest thing, just to, at the end of the day, when you think of NFTs, just think of ownership. Right. That through the NFTs, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to own have ownership. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like a, public notarized everything mm-hmm. uh, publicly it's real on, yeah mm-hmm. on the ledger and that that is specifically onto you because mm-hmm. you're the one who holds on to this nft mm-hmm. so think of like a deed to a house but mm-hmm. it is a digital form and okay. that house can be different types of digital assets mm-hmm. okay cool now do you use real money like like you know cash money to to do this is it money a money financial transaction how does this Go about. Uh, it's interesting on how uh, with real money because technically, mm-hmm. real money. Ever since we got off of the gold standard, mm-hmm. the, the the money. I know the whole money concept, especially yeah. worldwide, is just very strange. You know, and and because we still have bartering, 
you know, yep. and, and, and then we have, you know, your dollar bills, you have your, um, you know, your, your, uh, the, all the, the, of course, all of the, the United Kingdom money has to be reprinted because it's a king now, as opposed to a queen, yes. you know, but, and, and then of course there's crypto. And, and so, yeah, that's, that is the very confusing thing. I love the part where you brought up with a, um, bartering and trading, because mm-hmm. that is the original form right. of, mm-hmm agreement of transaction uh-huh, right yeah right. we did not now you might have given somebody a rock yeah but yeah i mean it wasn't and but the important thing was it was not backed by a government i mean that was yeah. that was kind of the whole thing about how money came about was there was some other entity that was guaranteeing its value you know but originally it was here's a chicken <laughs> you know and nobody yes. you know and, yeah. and in, in exchange for my chicken you gave me you know a, a flower i you know L- like bread or so right. and because of the season they're like hey mm-hmm. i have enough bread or mm-hmm. i have enough chickens right. um instead of it what is that intermediary right. and that's right. when the introduction of mm-hmm. currency came in mm-hmm. so right. same form of instead of like let's say like something that is a paper that mm-hmm. we can feel on the digital mm-hmm. aspect is hey I have of this of value instead right. of me receiving a digital asset or so mm-hmm. that is like, instead of like, think of like the digital chicken, but mm-hmm. digital asset. Right. And like, Hey, I have enough. I'm good on those, mm-hmm. but I am able to have this intermediary mm-hmm. of, you know, cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. let it be from Bitcoin, right. Ethereum, Alan, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. quite a bit. And the most important thing at the end of the day is that there is the undivided agreement right two parties that mm-hmm. like hey, yes i'm in agreement that mm-hmm. if this is the transaction mm-hmm. i'm okay in that form of right payment. your chicken means this to me and and that that is at the end of the day mm-hmm. of necessarily of a free market mm-hmm. right right and if if it's two parties and they are mm-hmm. in agreement then really at <laughs> the end of the at not mm-hmm. at just end of the day end of the week just mm-hmm. just overall it if the two agreements are like, okay, mm-hmm. this is good, this is right. fair, and everything is law binding, mm-hmm. they sign off on it, then that's great. Mm-hmm. And what's beautiful is that it's not infinite. You can't mm-hmm. continue to print it. Right. It's, there's a only a mm-hmm. this amount of Bitcoin, this mm-hmm. amount of Ethereum, right. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So there is an actual of parameters mm-hmm. there within that, you know, the supply and demand right. and where the price will get mm-hmm. actually fluctuate, mm-hmm. right? But right now, what we have with, you know, don't need to talk about our current currency in fiat, mm-hmm. but the fiat, a lot of in history, a lot of fiat currencies have collapsed. Right. They've collapsed, you mm-hmm. know, and where we are heading to right now, it brings in a lot of not only security, mm-hmm. right, but also it the information of knowledge mm-hmm. of how the financial transactions mm-hmm. are being i guess implemented mm-hmm. and also transacted it's public so everyone mm-hmm. gets to see this right so there's a lot of really interesting uh like intriguing mm-hmm. and brilliant things that are happening within this space mm-hmm. and that we're seeing even the federal reserve are thinking about doing the digital dollar right you know so like mm-hmm. why if 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 the bitcoin was just mm-hmm. monopoly money why mm-hmm. are we going into this space mm-hmm. but it's you can't you know, deny the technology that is there. Mm-hmm. It's just more efficient. Mm-hmm. It's way more cost effective, you know, like pennies. Right. We don't need pennies, but right. yeah. it costs us like five to $10 million mm-hmm. just to mint pennies per year. Right. Yeah. Be- so. Yeah. Because copper has become so expensive. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and I love that you say it, it has to be mutual. You know, there's a mutual agreement. Of course. Which keeps people from just all of a sudden saying, I have, you know, I have $500 million. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you can't just claim that. I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's, it's all interrelated, um, you know, and, and, and I think that's where some people got confused with crypto is, and, and I had people say that, well, you know, did, did they just initially say, I have X number. Well, no, you know, there was a process where, you know, it was, you didn't, yeah, you didn't just proclaim I have five chickens and, you know, you had to actually have those five chickens or, you know, that 5 million in crypto or, or, you know, five, you know, 5 million physical dollars, you know, things like that. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not made up. Well, with that, well, we ourselves as beings, we get to manifest just right. 
miraculous things, mm-hmm. right? From mm-hmm. skyscrapers, from the mm-hmm. technology that we have mm-hmm. nowadays, just us as engineers, mm-hmm. creators, mm-hmm. and builders is what is technically made up and what is right. real, mm-hmm. right? And if it's at the end of the day, if it is two mutual agreements of mm-hmm. parties mm-hmm. say that like, you know what, that is a fair mm-hmm. and I am in full agreement right. and there's transparency, mm-hmm. then let it be those two parties right. make the transactions mm-hmm. that they are. Yep. As long as that it's law binding that they can mm-hmm. sign off mm-hmm. an agreement and there's no like necessarily mm-hmm. a funny uh, business <clears throat> and happening. A lot of it of, is there's this fear mm-hmm. of the fear of the unknown. Right. right. And we are pioneering within to the space right mm-hmm. now. The same thing happened back in the 90s with the internet. Mm-hmm. Right. People say the same thing about mm-hmm. the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why would I want to do all of that when right. I can think of a phone call and yeah. I can just what? do all everything? I have a phone book. Why? <laughs> I have my Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy and pretty insane about the phone book that they mm-hmm. never gave us a consent to? They put all of our addresses and all of our information. I know. It's, I mean, it's, it's you could like, do an unlisted number, but it was but a pain insane. to do it. Yeah. yeah, the default was that you gave everybody your information. It, it's like mm-hmm. nowadays, like, no, like, I'm right. not going to put my name mm-hmm. on there. So mm-hmm. from all the things that we have learned of mm-hmm. like, ooh, maybe that was a no-no right. in terms mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like people's personal information. Mm-hmm. And so like cryptography is just the way that how to make it not only, you know, of course, the make it authentication and mm-hmm. the secure of it. Mm-hmm. The one of the biggest thing is our data of our right. information mm-hmm. that the blockchain ties it all together. Mm-hmm. That it's more than just a just think of it like currency mm-hmm. that like it's going to replace the fiat. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily onto with that, mm-hmm. but morally we said it's an mm-hmm. ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So it does really kind of come back in like full circle. Right. That. Sure, it can be used at an intermediary for transactions mm-hmm. by two parties, mm-hmm. but through it, there is technology mm-hmm. that secures not only your information of data and mm-hmm. identity, and also through it, it has the um, do NFTs mm-hmm. of ownership. Right. So it's kind of like all the things that we will do separately right mm-hmm. now in fiat right. and you know outside of the mm-hmm. kind of like the blockchain crypto world. Mm-hmm. The blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and that, it mm-hmm. encompasses all of it. Right. And it just flows together mm-hmm. so beautifully mm-hmm. where everybody, the public, mm-hmm. has accessibility to right. it. So that's why it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And when you have corporations or certain entities mm-hmm. who want to have a more centralized of control, mm-hmm. control, control, mm-hmm. that's where we get to hear a lot about, oh, it's just monopoly money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. We all know Ticketmaster and right. all that. I know. Huge I'm not empire. a Taylor Swift fan, but yeah, I know what happened. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but last year, they did a filing mm-hmm. um, over with SEC to get into non-fungible tokens. Mm-hmm. Right. They made a filing. Same mm-hmm. with the PGA. Same mm-hmm. with the NBA. Mm-hmm. Same with the NFL. Right. Ford and mm-hmm. the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. They also made a filing right. for right. non-fungible tokens mm-hmm. marketplace of their own. Mm-hmm. So we got to think. That wait a minute. They keep saying a lot of these things mm-hmm. on the media about like, oh, it's just make believe. It's right. not really real. Yeah. It's just digital mm-hmm. monopoly money. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But let's follow the money. Mm-hmm. Everyone right. of these big mm-hmm. billion mm-hmm. together, the mm-hmm. trillion dollar mm-hmm. right. empires, mm-hmm. giants, they're mm-hmm. moving into this space. Mm-hmm. So you got to think. Uh, uh, we we got to think right. that like, wait a minute. All the media is telling us to stay away, mm-hmm. but behind the scenes, we see all of these huge giants mm-hmm. right. within the kind of like the corporations mm-hmm. of Web 2.0 world mm-hmm. that they're moving into the space behind mm-hmm. right. the scenes and they're not telling people about it. Right. You know? Well, and we should always be cautious. I mean, you know, of that's, course, that's the thing. But, you know, what, what this really strikes me of is the fact that, you know, for before, so say back in the 40s and 50s. Now, even I was not born then, but, um, you know, every, you know, each country had their own currency and, you know, obviously they still do, but, you know, we have slowly moved and, and by technology, all of these things into more of a worldwide 
type of, of thing. Um, you know, it, it does get confusing because I think probably one of the biggest areas of concern is the fact that you have, you know, and, and I don't know, we probably always have this, you have the very wealthy and the very poor, whether mm. it's, you know, a country that overall is, you know, just a, a you know, a, a third world country, um, you know, or things like that. And so I think part of this too is, and maybe I'm being Pollyanna, but to me, it seems like it's going to even some of this out, you know, that we, you oh, know, yeah. you know, and, and that, that I think is, is one of the interesting aspects of that. Will we still have very poor and very wealthy? Maybe, but you know, it, it maybe it'll bring things just a little bit more equal. You know, that like, with the, uh, the very wealthy and the very uh, the poor, and mm-hmm. you know, we see the gap just getting larger and larger mm-hmm. and larger, right? Right. And for me, coming as like you know, as a son of uh, immigrant parents mm-hmm. coming here to the U.S., we mm-hmm. hear a lot about the American dream, mm-hmm. right? American dream, and you, right, you work right. hard to have two point five kids, and you know, all of these various you know, things. You do this, I always the, wonder where that point five kid came from. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, you get the white minivan, the mm-hmm. white picket fence, uh-huh. and that you know. Mm-hmm. But as our story continues mm-hmm. to write and as mm-hmm. our chapters are completed, mm-hmm. you know, we get to see that like, oh, wow, it's just becoming more and more difficult right. to achieve that American mm-hmm. dream. Right. And I would say that the past decade, mm-hmm. especially the past five years mm-hmm. with the technology of blockchain and non-fungible mm-hmm. tokens and with everything that encompasses mm-hmm. it. I'm like, you know what? This is not only the American dream. I see mm-hmm. that this being the world dream. Mm-hmm. And w- what I mean on to just to dive in further mm-hmm. is that for businesses, typically within startups, mm-hmm. is that startups can get funding now. Right. They don't need to go through the typical venture mm-hmm. capital. They don't need to go with angel investors mm-hmm. or even with the banks. Mm-hmm. They can get funding straight from their community mm-hmm. members, their future right. customers. Mm-hmm. And Instead of giving, and we see here this a lot, a lot mm-hmm. within the startup space that you give a lot of your equity out. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to, you know, the series on D or E, when they go IPO, a mm-hmm. lot of the core team, especially the founders, mm-hmm. they don't really get a piece at all. They mm-hmm. maybe get the mm-hmm. crumbs, mm-hmm. but even if then we see just a lot of beautiful startups that just get pretty much bought out, acquired right. by just bigger cloggermans. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happens through by the control of mm-hmm. equity. So what the blockchain with the NFTs do mm-hmm. is that, hey, you know, if I'm going to have actual ownership of anything, mm-hmm. I'm going to have my community be mm-hmm. an ownership of right. this. And through the NFTs, mm-hmm. it actually gives utility mm-hmm. of like voting mm-hmm. of like, hey, I funded right. your company. Mm-hmm. And with this utility, mm-hmm. you're organization is allowing Mm -hmm. me to vote on Mm -hmm. where the funds are going Mm -hmm. to. So if this happens on a scale of a, just a startup, imagine what this could do into the nonprofit sector. Mm -hmm. And this is where I'm looking into. You are part of a great organization. Um, So tell us more about Indino. Yeah. So Indino is most importantly is to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, just have fun. And mm-hmm. I always share with our partners at collaborating other movers and shakers is that at the end of the day, you know, of course, you know, we got to see if there's a market fit, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, we got to need to see if there is a need for this of mm-hmm. the product or service mm-hmm. or the experience that we are designing mm-hmm. and cultivating. But most just at the end of the day, most importantly, it needs to be fun. Right. right, it needs to be mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. So, in the know is utilizing on emerging tech mm-hmm. and within to not only the blockchain, mm-hmm. the NFT, or cryptocurrency is that if infrastructure as an incubator and accelerator. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the other uh, projects are actually called campaigns. Okay. So, we focus on to what is the mission and mm-hmm. the core values of this campaign. Mm-hmm. And we did a, a campaign back in the, during the pandemic mm-hmm. where we got to see, you know, everything shut down, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of organizations, especially small businesses mm-hmm. that went out of business because they didn't have the mm-hmm. business and they didn't have the support. Mm-hmm. And the organizations sector that suffered a lot were nonprofits and right. charities. Mm-hmm. And 
lot of our friends we were just checking in with and like shoot like how are the homeless shelters how are mm-hmm. the food banks mm-hmm. how are they doing so a lot of our friends who were creatives and you know who had their record labels and musicians were like hey i'm hearing this twitch mm-hmm. people are live streaming Mm-hmm. and we had no idea exactly that like on how to implement the best kind of like digital live mm-hmm. stream but we saw that there was a need one of our friends up in Nova Scotia mm-hmm. uh this was our first two mm-hmm. kind of like uh, live stream fundraisers that we mm-hmm. did uh we were like you know what there are no concerts there are no festivals let's mm-hmm. do this digital concert right. and let's raise some funds mm-hmm. and you're working on a new album or single mm-hmm. let's share it with the community right. and yeah. this is we're all locked in mm-hmm. anyways right mm-hmm. so we did that for we did it for one for a uh, homeless shelter mm-hmm. and also for a food bank up in our okay. friends up in Halifax mm-hmm. Nova Scotia mm-hmm. and since from there within the year time span mm-hmm. of the pandemic mm-hmm. we got to do over 52 of them wow and we did it over as micro fundraisers mm-hmm. so within to a day that we mm-hmm. could just of course there's a much larger charities that raise like mm-hmm. millions of dollars right of course because they have the infrastructure they mm-hmm. have the big donor list but what about the small charities right. and a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. makes a huge difference huge they can go yep. for it can feed mm-hmm. hundreds of families of a thousand dollars like a family can be fed for a day within mm-hmm. to just three to four dollars right. Right? right and from us doing that, we got to see that, like, okay, we are seeing this digital technology mm-hmm. of Twitch, which mm-hmm. typically will be used for gamers or, mm-hmm. you know, game commentators. Mm-hmm. But people are utilizing this to not only, of course, is sharing information, mm-hmm. you know, but that we get to rally for mm-hmm. a cause right. that is so much bigger than mm-hmm. us. And from that, we got to collaborate with another um, organization called Veralu. And from there, within the know, we got mm-hmm. to see that, like, huh, it was called actually the sub level com- mm-hmm. campaign. Mm-hmm. And the name actually derives from sub means, you know, the ground mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. level in Latin terms, it means to assist, to help, ah, to lift okay, each other so up. So you're leveling up. Mm-hmm. Leveling mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So sub level. And from there, we were like, why don't more? Like, you know, like, and there's a lot of accelerators out there in a startup mm-hmm. space, you know, there's like the uh, Y Combinator, there's mm-hmm. the LA kind of like, you know, launch pad mm-hmm. and that, but we don't see a lot of these incubators and accelerators mm-hmm. within the creative space. Right. We see a lot within the kind of like in the startup technology, mm-hmm. we see a lot of uh, those resources, mm-hmm. but we don't see it within the creative and right. especially within the non-tech ecosystems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in the know is to I, I say in a fun way of a bridge mm-hmm. of like hey we have all these resources and technology that we mm-hmm. use within to this ecosystem mm-hmm. let's bridge it over and bring it over here right. within the creative world and other mm-hmm. ecosystems that would really really would also mm-hmm. level them up right so in the know has been just incredible it's been fun mm-hmm. uh we don't necessarily just choose on specific industries, mm-hmm. but we're really more focused on is, hey, what is the mission and right. the core value? Mm-hmm. And we put together a proposal mm-hmm. together that, that is introduced. And from there, we'll ask like, oh, what are the resources that you need? Mm-hmm. Do you need engineers? Do okay. you need, you know, certain type of fellow, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because ideas 1%, mm-hmm. execution is 99%. Right. And, and we yeah. all have these great ideas, but we have no idea what to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And pretty much just at the end of the day is we can do miraculous things mm-hmm. together. Right. All the information mm-hmm. is really just at the mm-hmm. tip of right. our fingers. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just the knowledge on how to put them mm-hmm. together right. is the part where people just kind of get stuck. Mm-hmm. Right. So just through for us in the know, we just see ourselves like hopefully as a page before mm-hmm. these other fellow mm-hmm. movers and shakers start their grand chapter mm-hmm. on a new campaign right. or a new organization mm-hmm. or a mission that they want to mm-hmm. do. So yeah, like in the know is the name of in the know, mm-hmm. but really it's biggest of word of mouth, right. right? Of like, hey, you know, what do you need help with? We don't need mm-hmm. to make a whole marketing thing about mm-hmm. it. Like just ask for help mm-hmm. and we'll see on what we could do and how mm-hmm. we can collaborate. Right. 
Well, and and I love this group think type of, of concept because, you know, and, and I'm going to read the description that you have on your website. And so that you collaborate for change. And then you say, we are a community of in the know investors, experienced creators, and pay it forward. That's important. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs, volunteering, campaigning, and supporting initiatives that, mu- that move humanity forward. Um, you know, and, and we'll put the link to the to uh, your site in the the show notes. But you know, like we said, we have these great ideas, but we don't know how to get from point A to B to C. And you know, and and we all think, well, I have this great idea, but it's going to cost me a fortune if I want to do it. And so, you know, it's just and or I don't even know where to turn. And I think yeah. that's the the cool part is, you know, this gives people the ability to be able to say. You know, hey Jameson, what do you and your team think about this? Is it even doable? Um, you know, and and then you go from there. You know that what we don't see a lot within to uh, especially of like small business owners or mm-hmm. an entrepreneur is that the support, right? And the support of oh yeah, when say, we launch our small business, it's oh, like yeah. here we are in our it's spare scary. bedroom and there's nobody around, <laughs> and yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's scary and mm-hmm. it really does, it's very taxing on our mental mm-hmm. health. Right. Because in society, we always have to say that like, oh yeah, hey, Deb, hi, Jameson. Mm-hmm. How's your organization? How's mm-hmm. your business? And you always want to stay positive right. and say that, oh, it's going good. It's right. going good. But let's look at the data and the numbers. Mm-hmm. A lot of small businesses mm-hmm. fail within the first year. Right. And another big section mm-hmm. fail within three years. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is uh, what I get to see is just not because shirt sure, of the market fit mm-hmm. and of course the you know the business that's running, mm-hmm. but it's really the execution, which is us, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's very weary and tear mm-hmm. on our mental health, mm-hmm. our relationships with our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do within to in the note is that it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. It's a safe space to say, hey, I don't know. Right. I'm struggling here. Uh-huh. Hey, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out together. Right. And it's okay to say that, like, hey, this mm-hmm. is a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm having a bit hard time here. Mm-hmm. And can you like see how I can figure this out? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, let's we want to make it more welcoming mm-hmm. because a lot of the incubators and accelerators that are mm-hmm. out there, it, it's always about here are the prerequisites. You have right. to make this much well, amount. And we of- all think like it's Shark Tank, right? Yeah. You're going to be standing in uh, front of these people and you know, and they have all the money and all the knowledge and you have to present this thing. And you know, now I've watched the show like once, um, you know, because I thought, well, that's just rude. <laughs> but but I think that's what we all think when we're, you know, when we're, we're starting our business and thinking I need help. We think it's like, you know, this this horrible inquisition type of thing as opposed to this supportive community. And, and that's really just mm-hmm. beautiful because during my time of, you know, my early years mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur back mm-hmm. in, like in, you know, in the 2010s and mm-hmm. early on, it's not, not necessarily if we're struggling to get funding mm-hmm. or that we had a market fit mm-hmm. or that we couldn't grow on our team. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was the mental just challenges right. that came from it. Right. You know, and, and, and we think we have to do it all. And oh, that's just 100%. stupid. You know, we don't know tax law. We don't know, you know, it, how to legally set up a business. We, we don't sometimes know marketing or, or all. And so we have to go to outside resources. And, that should be encouraged, right? right? To mm-hmm. be like, hey, you can't do it all. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say that, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm struggling mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I need help. Right. And this is why the current emerging tech mm-hmm. of why the blockchain, cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. and NFTs mm-hmm. is just that the whole ecosystem does not move right. unless people work together, mm-hmm. where people ask each other right. for help, mm-hmm. sharing ideas. Mm-hmm. So that's just where it just right now where we are with mm-hmm. a lot of our projects and a lot of the funding that mm-hmm. happens it happens through utilizing this technology of mm-hmm. like a reverse crowdfunding mm-hmm. and that the due to crowdfunding is not just donating for you know we all seen kickstarter right and right Indiegogo, yeah okay i right? want that movie to be funded so i'm gonna send it 20 bucks <laughs> or i want to get some board game or mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. and and you know i'm a big board game individual mm-hmm. i love playing chess mm-hmm. but now think of that and just 
the impact of it just much larger. Now right. it's going to be for organizations mm-hmm. that's going to figure out on, hey, you know what? What if we open source mm-hmm. the education for mm-hmm. our school grade levels? Right. And that there's going to be actual funding by mm-hmm. within to the community mm-hmm. for instructors to share their lessons online. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that seems, wait a minute, that seems more than just JPEGs and these apes. Wait mm-hmm. a minute, we can use this technology mm-hmm. to bring in education for mm-hmm. just not just here mm-hmm. in the US, but mm-hmm. in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk. Let's have a go. Right. Wait a minute, hold up. So this is blockchain and NFTs that this mm-hmm. is running. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is all being funded within using that technology. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And that's right now, like we brought our project and which I'll dive into the mm-hmm. Kayambasu exhibit, mm-hmm. where we get to share this very immersive, beautiful, mm-hmm. like art exhibit right and through it it gets to be this bridge of introduction mm-hmm. they're like yeah this whole art exhibit mm-hmm. is actually organized and actually funded and infrastructure utilizing blockchain tech right really tell me about it mm-hmm. you know so that's really it is is that through us we're just a bridge mm-hmm. the technology and information is always mm-hmm. there we're just being that bridge where it can just mm-hmm. be a little bit more fun a bit more digestible mm-hmm. where that like, Hey, I'm coming to understand of this because this is happening. If we right. like it or not, it is a big wave and the technology is there. Like mm-hmm. the internet, mm-hmm. it is going to be, and all the big multi-corporations mm-hmm. are moving in this space mm-hmm. because they see the technology. You can't right. deny the fact that this mm-hmm. is just more efficient mm-hmm. and that this is just way more cost-effective and, we are seeing just the immense amount of growth mm-hmm. in such a short time span mm-hmm. within. So right. yeah, like in the know, like the email is there is hello at in mm-hmm. dot X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. You're wondering about the domain X, Y, Z is a uh, domain that a lot of us within the blockchain um, use. There's a dot com. I like it. Mm-hmm. We like the, the X, Y, Z's mm-hmm. and that, uh, but yeah, anyone who is mm-hmm. tuning in, if you're curious, mm-hmm. if you have an idea, Mm-hmm. would love to have any feedback. Mm-hmm. Give me a shout. I always love to have a conversation. Right. I love it. You know, and it, it really is about reaching out to the world. Um, you know, now it might end up that it's just your small little local area, depending on what you're doing. But, um, you know, and, and, and I do have to wonder how much COVID accelerated this because all of a sudden we were shut in our little houses going, hmm. Now, what are we going to do? You know, and and I think what it did was it made people really think, what are the opportunities that are out there? Um, You know, whether it was the business going, okay, we can have all of our employees work virtually. We don't have to have them all in one place. Or, you know, the employee going, you know, I've got two extra hours every day that I'm not commuting. What can I do with that time? You know, now some of those, you know, sometimes they exercise, sometimes they slept, you know, all those various things. But there were also people who went, how can I benefit my community by having this extra time? Um, you know, and and so, you know, it's, and, and we all go, ooh, COVID. But I think there are so many things that have come from it that I think were coming, but it just really accelerated that process. Oh, most definitely. And there's no denying fact now that remote work, it works. Right. Oh yeah. You know, I haven't like, worked in, you know, I've, I've been home-based for over 20 years. And you know, it, it's like, you know, before they're like, well, h- how would work get done? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Uh, deliverables, <laughs> right. deliverables, mm-hmm. you know, and we're practically doing the same thing mm-hmm. that we are at our home or which our mm-hmm. co-working office mm-hmm. we may be. And mm-hmm. instead of an hour traffic mm-hmm. each way, right. and we're doing the same thing mm-hmm. in the office, mm-hmm. right? Right. We're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, again, mm-hmm. middle management over the shoulder, mm-hmm. seeing whether or not. Oh yeah, all those personal. and those poor micromanagers, their heads just exploded in the first couple of weeks, and they're gone now. <laughs> I, I, I share with like it. I see with because uh, we have another on a project that's going into within the recruiting mm-hmm. uh, sector, right? And the recruiters always ask like, "Well, you know, we always got to make sure that they're work doing work. Like, mm-hmm. how we will know if." those individuals or workers are getting work done. I'm like, well, did they get it done? I mean, you know, it's just kind of that basic, right? Well, it's also too, I'm like, if you have to have a whole nother role Mm -hmm. just to make sure 
those people are getting right. work done, then you're probably getting, you're probably hiring the wrong right. people. Yeah. There's, there's there a different that trust. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There needs to be mm-hmm. that trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. I had somebody tell me that they said, well, we don't trust that they're going to get the work done. And I said, well, did you trust that they got the work done in the office? And they said, sometimes they said yes. Sometimes they said no. And I said, okay, now if your answer is no, then they shouldn't be an employee or there's a different problem. I mean, you know, it was maybe they didn't, maybe they were a good employee, but it wasn't explained right, you know, whatever. But I said, if you trust them when you can stare over their shoulder, then you should be able to trust them when they, you know, when they're home, um, you know, and, oh, yeah. and, but, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it's probably been, I'm going to have to look. It's been at least five years ago. I interviewed somebody for this program who was a true digital nomad. And people were like, what is, what is that? We don't even know what that is. Now, you know, he was a consultant. He was a marketing consultant. And really, he just needed internet. Um, yeah. you know, and, and so he and his wife uh, bought a big RV and plunked their kids into it and off they went. And, you know, and like I said, this was more than five years ago. And, and it was such a novel concept. But of course, what he talked about was the fact that, you know, his kids were little. They, you know, they, but they, but they homeschooled them and and those things. But he said, look at how we're actually teaching them. He said, so when we're teaching, say about Native American history, we go there, Um, you know, Mm. and, and he's, now he did say, you know, when our kids are older, we're going to have to probably pick a, a home base. He said, because they do need sports. They need music programs. They need all of those things that you kind of do need to, to, you know, to, to be in a physical location for. But, you know, and, and I remember people after the program, they were just astounded. They said people can work like that and get work done. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't understand the difference between him and his RV driving around and me and my spare bedroom. And, you know, and, and, and so we've been doing this, but of course, all of a sudden COVID forced us to, to have to do it. And we all went, well, Hey, this works pretty good. With COVID, it definitely accelerated. Um, just not only within to the remote work, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, the way of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lifestyle, like eight years ago, like back in like 2014, mm-hmm. um, I was just working remotely when my folks were living over in Memphis right. and I just had my laptop and I mm-hmm. was like in my shorts mm-hmm. and I had like my shirt for like mm-hmm. movies and things. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, how much vacation do you have? Right. Because you've Are been you here really for, working, working, Jameson? And, yeah. <laughs> and they kind of like, see, I'm like, yeah, here it is. And I'm here coding. Mm-hmm. And like, all I need is a, like, oh, mm-hmm. I see. I understand. You know, like, right. it's just more an aspect that there's a lot of infrastructures mm-hmm. that really instilled a certain type of state of mind. Right. Right. That it has to be this way and mm-hmm. it has to be in this matter. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, then if we don't do A, B, and C, right. Because it's always been like this for. Yes. It's always does, been done this way. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that then you're not going to get here. Mm-hmm. But, well, wait a minute. Like, well, instead of us going from A, B, C, D, and mm-hmm. E, why don't we just cut out the B, C, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And just get to there more efficiently. Mm-hmm. So like exactly on the example you shared that like, hey, instead of me being in traffic for mm-hmm. an hour there, an hour mm-hmm. back, that's two hours saved mm-hmm. on a per work. Mm-hmm. Put it out in a year. Right. That is that's a lot 15, of time. 14 mm-hmm. to 20 days. Mm-hmm. It's 14 mm-hmm. to 20 days, right. depending on, you know, hour and a half mm-hmm. or, you know, each way. Mm-hmm. And what can you do with that time? Well, mm-hmm. I can do that with anything I want. I can spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. I can spend it on um, this hobby or music that I've mm-hmm. been putting up or artwork. And COVID, it really just kind of like brought it back to the basics mm-hmm. on what's important. Right. And for me, what really kind of like put it, it was family mm-hmm. and fa- like because COVID hit pretty hard for my family mm-hmm. and for my, you know, my mm-hmm. loved ones. Um, but of course, you know, in this lifetime is just experience to mm-hmm. the next experience, right? right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of great, phenomenal things mm-hmm. have occurred in terms mm-hmm. of the new kind of like mindset. People mm-hmm. say that people are waking up. Mm-hmm. They're like waking up, but it's more so that we're just coming to understanding and we are growing and evolving to understand that like, hey, this is this is important. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time with my family. Right. I want to spend more mm-hmm. time 
on the things that that bring me joy mm-hmm. and that uh, work is just really just work right, right. i enjoy it but mm-hmm. i enjoy all these other things mm-hmm. too so when they ask when people ask like you know what do you do for a living mm-hmm. it's interesting on how a lot of people ask like oh i'm an accountant i'm mm-hmm. a developer mm-hmm. but for me even back then like well i've done different work different mm-hmm. hats mm-hmm. i'm more than just a product individual mm-hmm. or a user experience developer right. or advisor mm-hmm. but uh, like hey i'm just an individual who just loves to be creative and mm-hmm. collaborate mm-hmm. and i just want to make sure that mm-hmm. i'm having fun mm-hmm. in the process of it right so, right i love but it of course also covid certain things happen in covid mm-hmm. where they're like wait a minute if we're all struggling mm-hmm. how are these multi-corporations have had record-breaking mm-hmm. profits right mm-hmm. and that brought out and more information into the mm-hmm. blockchain space that like hey right. we need more transparency here mm-hmm. we need more transparency mm-hmm. on where right. money is going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that has accelerated as well mm-hmm. too so right. oh yeah i mean you know it's a, it's like you said information is power um you know and, and that really is what it comes down to okay you mentioned creative and so let's talk about your exhibit so it's kayan basu did I say it? Yes. Yay! Yes. Kayanbasu. So the Kayanbasu yes. exhibit. So this is fascinating to me. And, and I loved looking on your website about it. So tell us more about what this was. It is yes. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Kayanbasu exhibit, Kayanbasu is actually translation in Japanese for mm-hmm. canvas. Mm-hmm. And the Kayanbasu exhibit, we have collaborated with other movie the shakers, mm-hmm. artists, and mm-hmm. creatives of utilizing projection mapping. Okay. And typically, you know, you have like a projector to put the pretty much the information mm-hmm. or the image right. onto like a screen, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, our screen is a car. Ah. So mm-hmm. we actually projection mapped it on a car. Mm-hmm. And we did the first exhibit, rolled it out in New York City. Mm-hmm. Well, it, t- it was in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and it was during New York Digital Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And we collaborated with our kind of like our ecosystem mm-hmm. of other, there were very big car enthusiasts, some mm-hmm. car collectors. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a Rolls Royce ghost mm-hmm. where we projection mapped. Right. And we had a whole team of like a dozen other just, oh my gosh, the things that like our friends, our fellow like creators can do. Mm-hmm. And to see it uh, when you give them free reign, they're just like, wow, just to just Mm -hmm. to support them Mm -hmm. and say like, hey, you know, like uh, this is the parameters. Mm -hmm. The car is within here. Mm -hmm. Let's let's just have fun with this Mm -hmm. and let's make it immersive, make it Mm -hmm. enjoyable. Let's Mm -hmm. make it where it's all family friendly, that Mm -hmm. all ages Mm -hmm. can come and experience. Right. And from us, we got to do that. We got to see that like. Oh wow, this is such a fun way mm-hmm. to introduce the bigger conversation mm-hmm. about blockchain tech and right. NFTs and mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So we brought that over to Miami mm-hmm. uh, last year mm-hmm. during Art Basel. And we did it during in collaboration with other uh movers and shakers mm-hmm. that were there for Decentral. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a blockchain conference mm-hmm. and also for Miami Art Break, mm-hmm. Art Basel. And now we are, you know, in conversations of other uh, conferences and conventions mm-hmm. on where we can bring this exhibit. Mm-hmm. And this Kayanbasu exhibit is actually a, a project mm-hmm. that a campaign that actually came out from Curation. Mm-hmm. And the Curation project is a NFT project, mm-hmm. but is an NFT project of a art club ah. through membership. So you, mm-hmm. we have utilize the nfts as a form of membership Mm -hmm. and you know how some people can be with cars Mm -hmm. right really into with cars car people Mm -hmm. are people Mm -hmm. you know and when you get to see something and i I always share that certain cars Mm -hmm. are it's artwork Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful blend Mm -hmm. of think of like the most elegance mm-hmm. think of the most innovating technology mm-hmm. of the engine the mm-hmm. chassis of the right. car mm-hmm. and it's a mobile artwork right. that mm-hmm. goes to places mm-hmm. right so we we're like hey that would just be a just a beautiful medium mm-hmm. for us to do a car club that's mm-hmm. fun 
mm-hmm. but also the greater mission mm-hmm. of us to introduce the conversation that like, hey, here's some knowledge about mm-hmm. a very complex mm-hmm. uh, topic. That right. we see on the news, mm-hmm. but here is how we can make it more digestible. Right. Yeah. When you see the art on the car and know that it's been a community project, it's easier to understand. And it's most, it's just, if it's fun, mm-hmm. you're just going to be more willing right. to just open mm-hmm. your ears and just take in that mm-hmm. information. So yeah, the Kayambasu exhibit is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking into with just all different types of cars. Mm-hmm. People are sending us, hey, you guys should do with this car mm-hmm. on as this canvas. Mm-hmm. And we should think about this design. Right. So we're in like in talks. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, but we're going to be in talks with other automakers mm-hmm. and where they roll out their like new kind of like concepts of cars ah, or so. Uh, right. We will love to mm-hmm. in conversation mm-hmm. and hopefully and collaborate. Cool. I love it. I love it. And it is, it's just such a a great thought. And and I love that you say that it's immersive because, you know, that that's where we really do start learning. I mean, I went to one of the Van Gogh immersives um, and you were in it. I mean, that was the cool thing. You were completely surrounded by this artwork and, you know, now there would be some, I would think, no, don't, you know, but, but others, you know, and, and obviously it is, you know, it's, it's your, your personal choice, but, and, and your preference, but it is just such a cool concept to think that you, you just took a car and as you said, you made it the canvas, um, you know, and, and that's what is, is such a, a neat concept about this. You know, that to add on is this technologies, all of these are here. Mm-hmm. And they are just evolving and they're right. growing. Mm-hmm. And we need to just do a better job of mm-hmm. how we can level the play field right. and make that information and mm-hmm. knowledge accessible for mm-hmm. everybody. Right. It, it can't be where it used to be with our financial institutions, mm-hmm. with the stock market, mm-hmm. and to make it complex. Like, hey, mm-hmm. because it's so complex, you need me. Right. Yeah, you now. can't understand it. And mm-hmm. it, right. And this from us was like, hey, you know, we need to make this more accessible mm-hmm. and let's make it fun. Mm-hmm. Let's make it fun. It doesn't right. need to be boring mm-hmm. and so intricate. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is very, very complex mm-hmm. system, but life is complex. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. And we break it down so beautifully in different ways that we mm-hmm. do in society in a way of life. We can do it for this. Mm-hmm. So this is just our overall thing with our employees and mm-hmm. our partners and collaborators most biggest thing, our vision, mm-hmm. our vision is to share fun ideas. That's our vision. That's I love our vision. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. through that, our mission is just at the end of the day to share fun ideas. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not fun, mm-hmm. and if you're not sharing it, mm-hmm. then it's not going to be a very collaborative experience. Right. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. somebody else is going to look at it and go, eh. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, and, and, you know, if anything, I think one of the things COVID showed us is life is short. You know, we have to to do things, you know, and, and, you know, we're not Pollyanna. We still have to do things we don't always want to do and don't like to do. You know, it'd be great if we could just have fun all the time, but we can't. But the concept is, so some of those things that you think, yeah. Can you make it fun? How can you make it fun? Um, you know, and and how can you learn and and share? You know, I mean, that's that is the the key thing. Well, with the remaining little bit of mm-hmm. time that we have, uh, one of the projects that we are rolling out mm-hmm. in the nonprofit sector, mm-hmm. uh, we are putting out a fun, engaging puzzle ah. utilizing NFTs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the uh, the nonprofits mm-hmm. um, they have this ongoing struggle with mm-hmm. donor fatigue. Right, it's happening. Mm-hmm. And the technology that they have, in especially their security, is mm-hmm. terrible. It's mm-hmm. very, very bad. Right. You know, and they also have no idea on mm-hmm. how they're going to engage with the Generation Y, mm-hmm. Generation Z, mm-hmm. and especially with the Generation Alpha. Mm-hmm. So for one of the projects that we are rolling out right now, it is in self. It will be released very soon mm-hmm. that through blockchain and NFTs, mm-hmm. we can make this engaging in terms of, let's say, there's a donor list. Mm-hmm. Right. And the the donor list, if they donate at least an X amount of funds, mm-hmm. they will receive a thank you mm-hmm. acknowledgement mm-hmm. for the donation in a form of an NFT artwork. Oh, cool. And that NFT artwork mm-hmm. will actually be in collaboration with a influential or a mm-hmm. famous artist right. that cares about mm-hmm. a that charity. 
So like St. Jude's Hospital, Mm -hmm. Children's Mm -hmm. Hospital, they are actually collaborating with a lot of Twitch streamers that are really kind of like paving in the way in Mm -hmm. pioneering. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do with pretty much with through Indono Mm -hmm. is that, hey, you don't need to be a huge, you know, you don't have to have the billion dollar budgets. You don't. Mm-hmm. We can do it here mm-hmm. and we're going to roll it out. We're putting together a case study mm-hmm. of a fun, engaging puzzle through mm-hmm. the form of NFTs. And that most importantly is that it's a relationship, right? There mm-hmm. are people who are donating to mm-hmm. the organization mm-hmm. and the organization of um, them on, mm-hmm. hey, just the appreciation of acknowledgement to say right. thank you mm-hmm. rather than just the emails. Mm-hmm. If even that. A, yeah, it, mm-hmm. even that, but mm-hmm. if you get it in a form of an NFT, but also right. it gives value in the secondary market. Mm-hmm. So it's a, just a new type of a fundraising mm-hmm. model that just we're just so energized to be introducing mm-hmm. uh, in the coming fourth months. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about it. That's going to be so much fun. Well, oh my gosh, Jameson. We've we've used up our time. See, this is why I set a timer because you know this we could go on. This is is so much fun, and and I'm learning so much. My brain is kind of shorting out a little bit, but that's all right. It's making me think, right? Which is what this is supposed to be doing. Um, so tell people, you know, again, tell about into into know and how people reach you. Yes, and Deb, just thank you so much. Like what you get to do and share in this platform of your resources is it's moving mountains and it really is this is the support and love that we need just more and more of so just really again just so appreciative so grateful that i'm getting to be able to to share the collaborative work that we are working on and doing and for anyone out there who just wants to bounce some ideas mm-hmm. have a conversation you can reach out to me at hello at xyz spelled in hello at I-N-D-E-N-O mm-hmm. period X-Y-Z. And you can probably see it within to the YouTube on the mm-hmm. link here and onto the video. Yep. And yeah, just really looking forward to the potential conversations and the phenomenal uh, ideas that we can go ahead and collaborate on. I love it. I can't wait to see what, what things come because it's going to be great. You know, we, like you said, we all have these ideas, but then we have no idea what to do. So just it's think gonna of be even, fun. yeah, a small portion of those fabulous ideas, if they actually came to fruition, holy cow, you know, we could, we could do so much. Well, Jameson, this, this really has been so much fun and I am so glad that we did it. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with everyone? The most important thing, right, and all of this is that it can just, it can just really end. It can end, and and I always think of like from, uh, you know, like with the yin and yang, is that all of the uh, good things can always come into is temporary, and it brings us into a level of understanding to be grateful and to be humble. But also to the times that can be very, very challenging and that can be, we see it as hardship, that too will pass because that is also temporary. And through it all, during that journey is the people that you surround yourself with, make sure that they're supporting you on your crazy ideas, you know, because it is the crazy ideas that are gonna like move the mountains you know, change the alignment in the stars, widen into the things like, but if it isn't the crazy non-status quo ideas, then is this going to be just something else through that just will be generic. So be explorative, be wild, be authentic to just yourself and live life unapologetically because at the end of the day, it is your life and it could just end like this. So enjoy it. Have fun. Just have fun. And once you have fun, everything else will just become so much more enjoyable. Even these complex ideas and things that we are all working on and doing, if it's fun, it's just just that much more. And you've already reached it. You already hit the pinnacle at that point because you're already enjoying it. So I know that's a little bit long, you know, but it, it really is that. Like, you know, like, like we always try to look for what is the biggest like way of life or like you know and how do we make it but we get to never get to see and take a moment that like wait a minute i 
was thinking of hoping to be at this point last year. So I've already made it. So let's enjoy it. Let's have fun and make it, you know, collaborative, open it up to other individuals. And yeah, again, Deb, just thank you again. You know, I really am appreciative and um, just looking forward to the next fun conversations that we'll have and get to bounce ideas. So I know. thank you again. I- I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having such a terrific discussion with Jameson Choi. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.